Thank you, and welcome to this teaching from Today Evangelical Ministries. Today Evangelical Ministries is dedicated to teaching the undiluted truth of God's Word. Here is Dr. Emeka Ozrumba as he brings today's teaching. May the Lord bless you as you listen. Our Heavenly Father and our God, with all humility and sincerity, we thank you. We are grateful that we are alive right now. We are even more grateful that you would even be mindful of us. What a merciful God you are. We have come, our God, that you may instruct us, that your spirit alone may instruct us, not man, not the doctrine of man, but the doctrine and the gospel of Christ. For as it is said, there's only one God, and only one Christ, and only one doctrine. So we bow here before the throne of your mercy and grace and pray that you take affluent to control. Bless your children, Lord, and pour your spirit. Give all that spirit that will transform all of us totally to your image, for that is the only purpose you have called us. Take all glory in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. We say amen. Pastor Charles said that the people in Kenya are waiting. And I know that those in India say they'll be waiting. I'm sure they all woke up waiting. Whatever it is, India should not be waking up. They're, they're, no, no. We shouldn't wake them from sleep. They're already awake. Yes. So we give God glory. Amen. Let me just thank everyone one more time and welcome every one of you. And also even those online will give you glory. This is one week that we got back from Kenya. And it's going to be all about Kenya today. Actually, maybe 30 minutes or 20 minutes is the only time I'll be talking. And then we have, as we promised last week, the short video from Kenya that will also speak for itself. But before even I do that, I just wanted to welcome everybody and say, did you have a good Easter? Yeah. What is Easter? Remembering the what? I'm asking, what is Easter? Who's murmuring? Is that Sister Joan? Who's? <laughs> Easter has no meaning except Christ is resurrected and risen in my heart. It has no meaning. I may go all over the place and try to buy some new clothes and try to dress and jump and say, hallelujah, he's risen. But if I'm still dead and buried on the ground, then obviously Easter means nothing. Right? Are we, are we, are we all true about that one? It means nothing except to a reason with him. Those who died with him must also rise with him. Otherwise, it is meaningless. And before I get into to Kenya, the first song our worship leader led us actually was hitting on the message. He said that the Holy Spirit should give us humility. Right? And then he also said something we're all saying. He said, the more I seek him, the more what? The more I, Is it true? It's true? Everybody shaking their head. The more you seek God, the more you find him. 
But how come you say that the day will come when they seek me, they will not find me? You have to seek with what? Read me Jeremiah 29, 13, please. Jeremiah 29, 13. Yes. And you will seek me and find me mm -hmm. when you search for me with all your heart. When you search for me with all your heart. But how do you search God with all your heart? Except you seek God with understanding. And what is that understanding? I'm seeking God. I will find God. And God said, there's a way you seek me. If you don't seek me that way, you will not find me. So how do we seek God? Depart from all and what? Because otherwise we seek God, we will not find him. Read me Isaiah, please, 55. Five, six to seven is fine. Isaiah 55, 6 to 7. Yes. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Mm -hmm. Call upon him while he is near. And then what would we say that that's when the Lord is near? Let the wicked... No, I didn't... I asked a question. You, you, are you answering me? When is the Lord near? Right now, the last break that... Pastor Ifi was talking about. Right now, this second, whoever hears, that's why he said, today, today, whoever hears the truth of the word of God, do not turn away because you may not have tomorrow. Every human being should understand and treat every breath, every second as the last one. Because no matter whatever happens, he tells us one thing. Man will always remember. We come back to Isaiah 6. Okay, let's finish that one. So, how do we seek him? Go on, please. Let the wicked forsake his way. That is all. If not, one is not seeking God. You know, some of us, we pray every day. Every day. I'm pursuing. The more we seek God, the more he runs away. You know that? <laughs> no, no, no. Because, I mean, how can you? It's like, geez. if you don't love God, you are seeking for him, he will run away. Let the wicked Forsake his way. That's the first step if you want to seek God. Yes? And the unrighteous man, his thoughts. Yes. Let him return to the Lord and he will have mercy on him. Let him, first of all, finish the force. Let him, what? The wicked depart, forsake his own way. Any and all wicked ways. Any and all sinful ways. Whatever that. Even in, Remember in, uh, in Kenya, we're saying that whatever smells like sin. Whatever appears like sin or works like sin is a sin. Don't worry about it. No matter how you try to cover it and say, you know, one thing, you can paint sin one million times. It's still sin. It's going to still come out the same way because we can hide from man or woman. But can everybody hide from God? There's just no way. So he said, let him just, first of all, forsake his way. Then let the unrighteous also stop doing that which is evil before me. And that's why we said God cannot be associated with evil. It is not possible for God to do that. He said, if you're seeking for me, all their sacrifices and prayers, you're wasting your time, except you force, forsake your evil ways. Read me, please, Isaiah 1, 16 to 20. Isaiah 1, 16 to 20. Yes. Wash yourselves. Yes. Make yourselves clean. Mm -hmm. Put away the evil of your doings from before my that eyes. That is the way. To seek God. Any other way, we are wasting our time and cheating ourselves and deceiving ourselves. Are we all clear? Yes. 
Go on, please, my sister. Cease to do evil. Cease to do evil. No matter whatever it will cost. Cease to compromise. Cease from this very day. To do those things which obviously will please. Why do you please a human being and then you displease God? That is your creator. That's what many of us do. We do things because, oh no, let's not do this so that somebody is not displeased. But in the process, we displease God. Are you following me? Yeah, please. Learn to do good. Mm -hmm. Seek justice. Yes. Rebuke the oppressor. Mm -hmm. Defend the fatherless. Plead for the widow. Come now. And After you have finished all this. Are you following me? After you have finished all this, then do what? Go on. Come now and let us reason together, mm -hmm. says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Mm -hmm. Though they are red like crimson, they shall be as wool. If you are willing and obedient, mm -hmm. you shall eat the good of the land. Yes. But if you refuse and rebel, you shall be devoured by the sword. For if, the mouth... <laughs> if you refuse... Alright? Then you'll be seeking me in vain. In fact, he said, you know one thing, when they pray, I will not even answer. Read me Proverbs 1, please. 24 to 32. Proverbs 1, 24 to 32. Yes. Because I have called and you refused, mm -hmm. I have stretched out my hand and no one regarded. Because you disdained all my counsel and would have none of my rebuke, I also will laugh at your calamity. Hmm. I will mock when your terror comes. When your terror comes like a storm and your destruction comes like a whirlwind. Yes. When distress and anguish come upon you, then they will call on me. They will seek me and call on me, yes. But I will not answer. Uh -huh. They will seek me diligently, but they will not find me. Kai. Because they hated knowledge. And did not choose the fear of the Lord. They did not choose the fear of the Lord. And we know the fear of the Lord is what? To depart from any and all evil ways. So we just wanted to touch that. Our friends online. That's just the only way to seek God. But what is today? A few minutes by Kenya. That is fresh from Kenya with love and humility. That is what I'm going to talk about. Fresh from Kenya with love and humility. And my cry is that some of the places, I don't want to mention names, will actually humble themselves like people in Kenya. I just want to greet our people, our friends in Kenya. We are back here and we are thankful to God. And we give God glory. But we test the fire of Kenya and India the kind of humility that actually most of us we don't have. I'm talking about divine humility. That's where we need to examine ourselves in a few minutes. Divine humility. What's divine humility? Can anybody give me even, even a rough definition of divine humility? I was just driving. I said, Lord, what would be the, the definition of divine humility? Without wasting time, any appearance or word? Or conduct. Are you following me? Any appearance, word, or conduct that is in conformity with the broken and contrite heart and spirit. That is divine humility. So, divine humility then is a fruit of the Holy Spirit. And most of us, we don't even have it. 
And to be honest with you, from the country where, where I'm from, or where I was born, I don't think that you can hardly find anyone who really has any kind of humility in him. Everybody's puffed up. Everybody thinks it's something. Walking in pride. And God said, I hate that. Can you read me Galatians, please, 5, 22 to 23? Galatians 5, 22 to 23. Yes. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, mm -hmm. joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, mm -hmm. self-control. Against such, there is no law. Now, let me ask those who went to Kenya. Why we have Kenya friends? <laughs> If you look at the fruit of the Holy Spirit, can you tell me which one was missing in Kenya? I'm not saying Kenya is perfect. Which one was missing? Absolutely nothing that I can see. This is probably one of the quietest people I've ever seen. They are so milk and so humble. You will not even hear one's voice. As a matter of fact, when we at the airport, we had a loud, some people talking very loudly. And immediately I said, and let me not even get into it. Okay. These people, I, I'm, I'm just trying to, the goodness, you go there and say, well, how much is this? They tell you this is what it is. Well, I bought it for $2 instead of one. No, 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 it's one. Are, are, you, are, you, are you with me here? Okay, I'm not trying this. this with humility. So actually, divine humility is the fruit of the Holy Spirit. But divine humility is having what? Can anybody tell me what divine humility is having? Come on. Why are you looking at me like that? What? <laughs> divine humility is having the mind that is in Christ. Now, but any true Christian born of the Spirit of God must have, number one, mind of Christ and the mind that is in him. Those are two separate things altogether. Are you with me? But can anybody tell me the mind of Christ? The mind of Christ is humility. The mind is that in him is humility. Okay, Pastor Charles. You're still having this in a jet lag. Yeah, jet lag. Yeah. Can anybody tell me what is the mind of Christ? Okay, 1 Corinthians 2.16, please. 1 Corinthians 2.16. Yes. For who has known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? Mm -hmm. But we have the mind of Christ. We have the mind of Christ. The mind of Christ is what? Is a spiritual mind. One who is born of the spirit is now totally spirit in all things. With a spiritual heart, a spiritual mind, a spiritual body, and a new spirit. And the spirit, a spiritual mind, is mind that is no longer set on what? Vanity. And the things of this world. Try to listen to me very carefully. You see, if a mind is set on things of this flesh, or the passions of this world, that mind is still not set free yet. It's still in bondage of the what? Affections of this world. Read me Ephesians 4, 17 to 18, please. 
Ephesians 4, 17 to 18. Yes. This I say, therefore, mm -hmm. and testify in the Lord. Yes. That you should no longer walk as the rest of the Gentiles walk mm -hmm. in the futility of their mind, having their understanding darkened, mm -hmm. being alienated from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them. Because of the ignorance, they're being alienated from the life of God. That's the spirit of Christ. But if you even go further, what is that spirit of Christ? I mean, sorry, what's that mind of Christ? I can't believe nobody's helping me. Let me Colossians, please. Let me Colossians 3, 1 to 10. Colossians 3, 1 to 10. Anyone who should have the mind of Christ, that that mind is not set on the ultimate price. That which nobody can ever take away from you. Once your mind is off from there, you don't have the mind of Christ. Go on, please. If then you were raised with Christ, mm -hmm. seek those things which are above. Yes. Where Christ is sitting at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth. Thank you. Go on. For you died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. Mm -hmm. When Christ, who is our life, appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Therefore, put to death your members which are on the earth. Put to death your members that are on the earth. If a Mekos Roomba continues to operate in those members that I used to have on my on earth before, I don't know God and wasting my time. That's why I'm trying. That's why I said you must be born again, transformed totally into the image of God, a new spirit, a newness of life that shines right now. That is absolutely there is no corruption and there is no. What? Iniquity. Iniquity. Is that? Okay, go on. <laughs> Please go on. Fornication, yes? uncleanness, passion, evil desire, and covetousness, mm -hmm. which is idolatry. It's idolatry. Because of these things, the wrath of God is coming upon the sons of disobedience, in which you yourselves once walked when you lived in them. But now you yourselves are to put off all these mm -hmm. anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy language out of your mouth. Do not lie to one another. Do not lie to one another. And you know, my people are espers in line. In fact, you know, it got into a point where we line and call some lies very insignificant and small lies. You know, that actually the conscience does not even, you know, we operate and we lie. And yet, there's nothing striking us in our conscience that we have lied. And we say, oh, we are born again. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We live in church. Go ahead and live in church until tomorrow. Go on, please. Since you have put off the old man with his deeds mm -hmm. and have put on the new man. The new man. Who yes. is renewed in knowledge according to the image of him who created him. Who created him. This image, the person who is now created in the image of Christ. Let me Ephesians 4.24, please. Ephesians 4.24. Yes. And that you put on the new man, which was created according to God, mm -hmm. in true righteousness and holiness. In true righteousness and holiness. Now, in, in Kenya and India, actually, the Lord expanded, uh, you know, who's the pastor of Christ, right? The eunuch. Matthew 19, what? 12. Matthew 19, 12. Yes. 
For there are eunuchs who were born thus from their mother's womb. Mm -hmm. And there are eunuchs who were made eunuchs by men. Yes. And there are eunuchs who have made themselves eunuchs for the kingdom of heaven's sake. Well, it, it was so expanded in Kenya. It was wonderful. But let, let's take humility. That's what we are talking about. Because perhaps uh, he's going to show us the short movie. You see, there are people who were made humble from birth. And I wish that I was. I wasn't. No, no, no. no, no. I'm just, I don't, don't laugh. You have a microphone. <laughs> I wish I was born humble. But there were people born humble. The divine humility with them. No matter whatever happens, day and night. I told you, I said, what's the definition of humility? I said, well, you know, humility will be any kind of conduct or appearance whatsoever. You know, some of us will walk gingerly. And we want to, especially those who say they serve God, they put on maybe a robe and something nice. You see them walking as if I don't even touch anything. But you know, you know one thing? Only God knows. That's why our worshiper was just saying, search our mind, search our heart. God does every second. You cannot deceive him. So the people born there, why did I say that I wasn't born that way? Because I know how I was before. Do you understand that? I would be that kind of person you will stop somewhere and say, do you know who you're talking to? I forgot one thing. What did the Bible tell us? Give me Psalm 39, 5 to 6. Psalm 39, 5 to 6. Yes. Indeed, you have made my days as hands breaths, mm -hmm. and my age is as nothing mm -hmm. before you. Yes. Certainly, every man at his best state is but vapor. It's very favor. Okay, every man at even his best. If you have ever thought you've been at your best, it was merely vapor. Go on, yes. Surely every man walks about like a shadow. Mm -hmm. Surely they busy themselves in vain. He heaps up riches and does not know who will gather them. You see, so divine humility is what actually most of us saw. I mean, in, in Kenya, we're actually. A pastor, a bishop, we hear the undiluted word of, uh, word of God and would go to his congregation. In, Indi in uh, India, the same thing. General overseer who go to his congregation and said, Look, I'm saying, please forgive me. I've been preaching the wrong thing. It's not the undiluted word of Jesus Christ. Didn't mind how many people will live, didn't care about what human beings would do to him. But only cared about doing that which is right before God. Where you and I were born. I wonder who can do that. We're so thick-headed we think we are something. Until that comes to the point. That is why divine humility is what? That is the sacrifice. That sacrifice of God. That God will never despise. Give me Psalm 51.17 please. Psalm 51, 17. Yes. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, mm -hmm. a broken and a contrite heart. These, O oh God, you will not despise. There is no way God will operate in a nation or any human being that is so conceited, that is so not broken. Because brokenness is the first step for discipleship. One has to go through the university of brokenness, university of God. 
before you can have anything to do, do with him. And that's where, in that vessel that's broken with humility, that's where God dwells. Read me please, Isaiah 66, 1 to 2. Isaiah 66, 1 to 2. Yes. Thus says the Lord, heaven is my throne mm -hmm. and earth is my footstool. Where is the house that you will build me? Mm -hmm. And where is the place of my rest? For all these things my hand has made, and all those things exist, says the Lord. Mm -hmm. But on this one will I look. Yes. On him who is poor and of a contrite spirit. Of a contrite spirit. And who trembles at my word. That is one who has a divine humility, trembles at the word of God. Why? Because always he's reminded. Read me Psalm 11, please. Psalm 2, 11. Yes. Serve the Lord with fear mm -hmm. and rejoice with trembling. Philippians 2, 12. Philippians 2, 12. Yes. Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, mm -hmm. not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. It's only one who has gotten to this level that actually may hear the truth and say, Lord, I am truly very sorry. And turn away from that. That's why God only gives what? Grace to the humble. To do what with it? <laughs> Lord gives grace to the humble. But the price is an abomination unto him. Why does he give him grace? Tell me. I know, I know it's obedient. Tell me. Is there, why would you give him grace? What's the purpose of grace? The purpose of grace is to give one understanding of what the will of God is. That's the purpose of That's what Christ came to show the way. But can anybody tell me what is understanding the will of God? Okay, read me Ephesians 5, please. 15 to 17. Ephesians 5, 15 to 17. Yes. See then that you walk circumspectly, mm -hmm. not as fools, not but as, as fools. wise. Yes. Redeeming the time because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be unwise, mm -hmm. but understand what the will of the Lord Humble is. Humble yourself and understand what the will of God is. But let me change the question then, because I'm about to stop so I can see this. What is what did I say before was the first will of God? Okay. What is the first and ever first will of God? Having the mind of Christ? To fear him. To fear him. That is the beginning of the whole duty. That's the beginning of what God has requires on us. Okay? Read me please Deuteronomy 5.29. Deuteronomy 5.29. Yes. Oh, that they had such a heart in them. To do what? That they would fear they me. They would fear me. Ecclesiastes 12.13. Ecclesiastes 12.13. Yes. Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Mm -hmm. fear, fear God. Fear God. 
and keep his commandments. Fear God. Job 28, 28. Job 28, 28. Yes. And to man, he said, the fear of the Lord. And unto man, he said, behold, the fear of the Lord, that is wisdom. Mm -hmm. And to depart from evil is understanding. It's understanding. He said, remember why he said, have understanding that you may know the will of God. What the will of God is to do it. So that divine humility is something that I pray that we may have. Now, after that, there are people also who make themselves humble for the for kingdom's sake, right? These are people who have been totally been transformed into the image of God. They've gone through the school, the university of God, the university of brokenness, that nothing remains. And these are the people, why, the only way this could happen is that the flesh and the desires of the flesh have all been crucified. As long as the desire of the flesh is still, still controls you, you don't know God. You have nothing to do with him. Because flesh and blood can never enter there, but only the spirit of God. Are we, are we, are we all together here? Okay, read me please. Galatians 5, 24 to 25. Galatians 5, 24 to 25. Yes, ma'am. And they that are Christ's mm -hmm. have crucified the flesh with the affections and lusts. Yes. If we live in the spirit. If we truly live in the spirit, yes. Let us also walk in the spirit. Because according to the word of God, as many as are led by this spirit, those are the ones in Romans 8, 14. Those are the ones who are true children of God. But he also told us in Romans 8, 9, he said, well, if anybody does not have this spirit, he's none of God. Are we, are we together here? So this being broken completely and totally, then God will graft you with that divine humility because some of us were not born with divine humility. I want to let you know that. But you can also humble yourself for the kingdom while God takes over. But besides that, there are some of us also that their humility is for men and for themselves. You know that? No, that's <laughs> their humility is for men and for themselves. These are the ones who run up around deceiving themselves. And my people, many of our people, are like that. In other words, they give an appearance of humility. While inwardly, it just is not even there at all. And God said, You know what? I hate anyone who does that. I'm not going to ask you a question. I hate one who does that because he deceives himself and he does not know he's deceiving himself. You know that when a human being deceives himself, he doesn't know he's deceiving himself, it's not worth even living at all. But many of us, we present. Outwardly, it's so shiny. We just want to be seen. The problem with that is that you call that, what, do, what would you call that one? False humility. Most of us operate in false humility. We think we can please the world. It looks good. I don't want it to look good. I want to be good. If I'm good, then it will come out. 
Are we, are we all together there? Give me Colossians 2, please. 23. Colossians 2.23. Yes. Which things have indeed a show of wisdom in, Go on. in will worship. That's what first this thing. Go on, yes. And humility mm -hmm. and neglecting of the body, not in any honor to the, satis to the satisfying of the flesh. James was saying in false humility. When you present yourself in that false humility, because all, most of the time we want to see the outside one looking very good instead of inside. One is dead inside, but outside he lives. Are, are you with me? Yes. Come on, are, you, are, you, are, you, are we all together here? Read me Matthew, please, 23, 25 to 28. Matthew 23, 25 to 28. Yes. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you cleanse the outside of the cup and dish, mm -hmm. but inside they are full of extortion and self-indulgence. Mm. Blind Pharisee, first cleanse the inside of the cup and dish, that the outside of them may be clean also. Mm -hmm. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you are like whitewashed tombs, which indeed appear beautiful outwardly, but inside are full of dead men's bones mm -hmm. and all uncleanness. Even so, you also outwardly appear righteous to men, but inside you are full, full of, of hypocrisy and, and lawlessness. Inside is what matters. If you want to serve God, that's what God searches inside. It's not necessarily how you appear to men. That's why he said that. See, most of us want to be esteemed. You know that? Not God, but human beings. Do you know most of our people, they operate that they may be seen by people. Most of us, what we buy, we want to be seen. And not because that's exactly what we need. But we want to be like others. Until that changes in us, we will not serve God. You serve God because you want to serve You don't care what anybody is there talking about. So most of us do that. And that's why the Bible tells us, let me look, please, 1615. Luke 1615. Yes. And he said to them, you are those who justify yourselves before men, mm -hmm. but God knows your hearts. For what is highly esteemed among men is an abomination in the sight of God. People who were in Nigeria and uh, before we went many other places will tell you, when actually the time came for testimony, we say pastors who were there, if you have a testimony, come. Do you remember very well that no single pastor came out without saying, Ah, well, thank God. I thought I was the only one who'd been preaching the, the right thing. Nobody would humble himself and say, my goodness, we have been doing the wrong thing. No one, it, no worry, not a single pastor did that. And God said, you know those people? That's the fourth category. Very proud, arrogant, naughty, and stubborn. And he calls stubbornness, he said, that's an idolatry. That's the height of it. And I'm going to ask you a question right now. First of all, read me, please, 1 Samuel 15, 23. 1 Samuel 15, 
23. For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft, and stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. Because you have rejected the word of the Lord. No, no. So just one. Sorry, you, you think, let, let, let's, let's leave it there. That stubbornness is what? One who is stubborn and proud has become what? No, I become unteachable. I become unteachable. If you just if you are hardened, what's the point teaching this person? He's not going to listen to whatever I'm teaching. And what we do, we specialize in concealing and hiding our own sins. I mean, look at we conceal. There's one thing. What's the difference? Can you tell me one single most important evidence that one is humble? Tell me you get this one. Otherwise. God bless you, Pastor Charles. Until you are able to close your eyes, not even caring who is there, and acknowledge before God, my God, my Father, I have sinned, and this thing I do. You will never, there is no humility in you. That's the first sign that you're humble, is to acknowledge your evil ways before God. And when that doesn't happen, the individual is not there, because that's why he told us, who is this man? But we specialize in one thing, hiding. But who can hide from him? Hiding always, right? Give me please Proverbs 28, 13. Proverbs 28, 13. Yes. He who covers his sins will not prosper. Mm -hmm. But whoever confesses and forsakes them will have mercy. Acknowledgement. Give me. <laughs> Sam, please. 32, 1 to 6. And we'll call it there. Our good friends in Kenya and everywhere. Going to stop there and show some video of you. Psalm 32, 1 to 6. Yes. Blessed is he whose transgression is forgiven. Mm -hmm. Whose sin is covered. Yes. Blessed is the man to whom the Lord does not impute iniquity. And in whose spirit there is no deceit. Because why does not the Lord, I hope you still know it. Why does... The Lord does not impute iniquity against any human being. Why? Huh? He confessed. I think you're getting close there. Because you know what? In his heart, there is no way. It's in his heart. There is no what. There is no way you can just retain your sin without acknowledging that you can tell me your heart is without any kind of deceit. Is that not true? If it's not true, tell me. Go on, please. When I kept silent, my bones grew old mm. through my groaning all the day long. For day and night, your hand was heavy upon me. My vitality was turned into the drought of summer. Mm -hmm. I acknowledged my sin to you. I acknowledge my sin to you. Yes. And my iniquity I have not hidden, hidden from you. I said... I will confess my transgressions to the Lord. Mm -hmm. And you forgave the iniquity of my sin. That's when the Lord then forgave the iniquities of one sin. When you acknowledge from your heart that what, that's exactly what the prodigal son did. If you look at that, Luke 15, 27, it says, when he came to himself, God watching, my child sincerely is sorry. He will never despise such a person. 
But that's what we saw in Kenya. Humility. People that humble themselves before God. And my prayer is that God will visit that nation in a mighty way. Amen. Even as he said that if Kenya fails, Africa will fail. And I pray, Lord, that Kenya will not fail. Amen. We give you glory. We thank you. We magnify your name, Lord, because of what you have done. Oh, my God. Oh, our Father. Please, grant each and every one of us that mind that was in Christ and the mind of Christ. We have to be one with Christ for us to reign with him. So, Lord, we pray that you take over. Let your spirit touch us, my God, that we may humble ourselves, that we may search our heart and search our mind. And Lord, mighty Father who is in heaven, and acknowledge our evil ways. That's when then you will come and take control. We give you honor. We thank you, Lord. As I pray, Lord, mighty God, that your spirit will visit all your children here and online. Blessed be your holy name in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you so much for listening to this message from Today Evangelical Ministries. We would love to receive your feedback and stay connected with you. So send us your comments or questions through our website on our Contact Us page or by sending an email to info at tmonline.org. Our web address is tmonline.org. You can also connect with us on Facebook or Twitter. God bless you.